You are now listening to a Word for Deliverance podcast with Pastor Leonard D. Cochran of A Place of Refuge Noonan. A Place of Refuge Noonan is located in the city of Noonan, Georgia. To stay better connected with us for more exclusive information and updates, download our church app, A Place of Refuge Noonan, or visit our church website at apor-noonan.org. Now, let's join in for today's message. Matthew 24. Notice what the Bible said, Matthew 24. And let's start reading at verse number 4. Let's finish or conclude at verse number 8. Notice what Jesus himself says in verse 4. And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. Take heed that no one deceives you. So he's indirectly telling his disciples that there are those who would desire to deceive you. But you need to take heed that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. And we know that Christ deals with the anointed one, but also the anointed one, when we reference it to Jesus, the name Jesus simply means Savior. The name Jesus, the name Yeshua, simply means Savior. So no, Jesus is warning that, you know, in the end time, many are going to come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. In other words, there are going to be a lot of people who are going to try to present themselves, y'all really need to listen to me, as being saviors. But notice, he said, when that day come, he said, there will be many come in my name, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. Notice what's going to happen, and will deceive many. Now, he just told them earlier, take heed that you don't be deceived. Why? Because then he tells them in verse 5, because many are going to be deceived. Verse number 6, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. Notice what Jesus said. Now, you're going you're gonna to hear of wars and, and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. It is a necessity that these things happen before I return. But notice what he said. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Do we see that? There will be famines, pestilence, plagues, and earthquakes in various places. Going to be earthquakes in places where earthquakes are not known for, for happening. So he's saying you're going to see all these things. You're going to see them with your eyes. 
But notice what he says in verse 8. He said, these are the beginning of sorrows. When you see these things, just know that this is the beginning. Notice sorrows is plural of sorrows. And so if we're going to live in such a time and not be troubled by the things we see and the things we hear, then we're only going to be able to have peace because we put our trust in Jesus. Y'all just let me teach this more. It, it, it has to be that you have placed your trust in the one who cannot fail. He cannot fail. You have placed your trust in the one who cannot lie. Jesus himself said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words will not pass away. So I see, I gotta put my trust in somebody that can speak a thing. And regardless of what happened, he's able to bring to pass what he spoke. See, I gotta trust, I gotta trust my Jesus cause he again is unfailing. And if you're not putting your trust in Jesus, then you're going to be troubled. Y'all hear me? Notice again, verse 6, and you will hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. I want to speak from the subject, trust God despite rumors. I want to talk from the subject, trust God despite rumors. If you don't mind, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor the subject this morning. Trust God despite rumors. And can we give God a praise for the text and the subject this morning? Hallelujah. Trust God despite rumors. Notice again that Jesus himself said that you will hear of wars. You will hear of wars. And you will hear rumors of wars. And without question, it is a blessing to hear. I say it's a blessing to hear. Even those of us that have Never been totally deaf a day in our lives. But if you've ever had any type of trouble hearing, you didn't like that. Come on. Sometimes we have to come close, not all, but many of us, of really learning how to appreciate something. Even something as small as hearing. But we learn to appreciate it. If we ever seem like we're losing it. Come on, some of y'all know I'm right about that. There are people who really don't appreciate things 
and I can go farther. There are people who really don't appreciate other people until they seemingly are no longer in their life. Y'all know I'm right about it. But see, I've learned to appreciate what is good, regardless of what I may be going through in that particular moment. Again, I have just learned how to appreciate what is good. See, the good that God allows to come into my life, I never try to put it on a scale from one to ten. I just know that it came from God. And and, and if I know that a particular thing came about as the result of God showing me favor or blessing me, I've learned over the years to magnify God or to be thankful or to be grateful for even the smallest of things. Oh, I should have gotten more claps. I said I've just learned over the years. I wish I had some witnesses. How to be thankful even for the small things. How I just learned to give God praise for the small beginning. For for the things that start small and I praise Him for it. Even if that thing never turns big, I praise Him. Wow, I've just learned to open up my cabinets and give Him praise for seeing food in the cabinet. Learn to give Him praise. See, some of you ain't learned it. You ain't learned it. You better learn to praise God for the small things. Gas in the car. Come on, somebody. There are some folk remember when putting gas in the car was an issue, was a big deal, but, but it ain't a big deal no more. He, some of you where God had brought you from over the years, it's true what they say about you. You don't look nothing like what you've been through. You don't look nothing like what you come out of. Look how good God has been to you. Can I preach? And he's been good to you like that time after time after time. He's been good. I said he's been good. Somebody ought to praise him right now. He's been good. With a job, without a job, he's been good. Money overflowing, linen pockets. He's still been good. Be seated. Don't you turn into that person who's always sitting back waiting for something big to happen before you show God how much you appreciate him. Praise him over the small things. Y'all hear me because I got to move on. Praise him over the small things. Pay all your bills. And then realize you got $9.80 left over. See, somebody said, why praise him for that? Because... There was a time when half of them was behind and you didn't know when you were going to be able to take care of them. 
Now God allows you to have $9.80 left over to the good in the clear. Some of y'all, I'm messing with you. I ain't about to praise God for no $9. Well, he ain't going to turn the $9 into $9,000. He won't turn the $9,000 into $90,000. Cause that's how he does things. When you praise him for the small things, he releases the big things. All I'm saying is never get too sedity. Never get too uppity. Be seated. That God do things for you. And you sit there as if. That ain't nothing. See, to be able to walk in this church. By your own strength. Was a blessing. When the last time you praised him. For the use and the activities of your limbs. Taking it for granted. There are folk who would love to walk one more time. One more time. They would just love to get up out of a hospital bed and not have to be turned every so many hours to keep from getting sores all over. They would just love to be able, y'all didn't hear me, one more time to get up and walk by their own strength and look at you. Folk would love to be able to breathe without a machine having to, to help them do it. Sometimes we don't realize how blessed we are. Am I right about it? But again, it is a blessing to hear. But when it comes to hearing, if you're taking notes, hearing is, yes, a blessing. But we need selective hearing. It's a blessing to hear, but I don't need to listen to everybody. Come on, somebody. See, see, when you have selective hearing, if you're taking note, you know who and what to pay attention to. You know who and what to pay attention to. But at the same time, you know who and what to ignore and who to block. See, it's a blessing to know who to call back and who you don't need to call back. Because if you show me a person who will listen to anybody, then I'm going to show you a confused person. You can never have too many people speaking into your ear. Y'all better listen. Or into your life. Some of us are in a state of confusion this morning because you don't know who to listen to. 
You have been in a situation, just be honest, and you had one person telling you to do this in one ear, another person was telling you to do this, somebody left your voicemail to do this, and then you checked an email, they said do this, and, and you were just in a, in, a, in a confused place. Am I right about that? Have you ever been there? I have. I've been in a, in a place where I was trying to entertain too many people. One of the quickest ways to get confused is trying to please everybody. Trying to please her. I, I don't want her to think that, 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 that I didn't care what she told me to do. Yeah, but but I, I don't want my, my, my friend to think that, you know, we not as... And that's how folk get confused. When I talk to saints who are operating in confusion, it's so because they're listening to too many There are women who deal with too many men. And some of you, you're definitely not going to like this. There are some of you who have too many friends. They are so-called friends. Why you say that, Pastor? Because if you really listen to what some of your so-called friends want you to do, You'll know that there's no way she can truly be my friend. I'm teaching good. Because there are people here, you're in a state of confusion. Because you do not know who to listen to. But see, when you learn to make Jesus the primary one you listen to, you coming out of confusion. I don't care how long you've been in there. If you will listen to God, if you will listen to his word, you're coming out of being confused. And let me tell you something. You talk about enjoying life. You can't enjoy life unless you have clarity about life. You need clarity about where you're going, where you're headed. You need clarity about your purpose. See, I can even go through things, but it doesn't get me down because I'm listening to God. I'm listening to him about every single thing that concerns me. I make sure he has my ear uh -oh, before I give it to you. You'll tell me what you want me to do, but I'm not moving until I know what he wants me to do. Come on. That goes across the board in my life. As much as I love Donna, I'm not just going to do something just because Donna wants me to do it, even though she's my spouse. No, I got to hear what God would have. And see, I can tell some of you don't pray enough. Because there are things people be wanting you to do. You'll just tell them, say, hey, I ain't heard from God yet. I'm still waiting on God to show me how to deal with it. Don't you know God will show you how to respond to things? And, and if you allow God to show you how to respond to things, your response to that thing or that person will always be right. 
you'll always have the right response. Notice here, as Jesus began teaching, he was telling his disciples that there are going to come a time. Notice verse 5. He said, for many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ. Confusing people. And will deceive many. You will hear wars and rumors of wars. This is what I love. See that. Somebody shout, see that. that. Somebody shout, "See see that. See that you are not Don't allow these things, these rumors, to bother you, to get next to you. Don't allow these things to depress you, to oppress you. Who am I talking to? Because he said these things will come. Notice what he says in Luke 21. Just flip over some books. Matthew, Mark, and then Luke 21. Why is all of this important, Pastor? Well, let me show you. Luke 21. And see, because we live in what many consider the information age, news is always coming forth about something. Come on. If it ain't coming through your television, there's an alert coming on your phone of things that's happening in the states as well as on a global scale. We just live in a time now where every morning you wake up, there is something happening, something going on. Y'all know I'm right about that. We have lived the last, what, three years Dealing with, I don't know, I stopped keeping up with how many strands of COVID. Come on, some of you know the number, you just ain't going to say it, but I, I stopped keeping up with it. And just recognize that like the flu, COVID going to be here. Some of y'all don't like that. But see, I'm going to live my life Not based upon the threats of scientists, but according to the will of God. I'm going to enjoy life no matter what. And none of these things are going to trouble me. Come on, they're not going to trouble me. Not going to keep me up at night. Not going to have me running back and forth to the doctor every time I sneeze. Oh, I need to see the doctor. Come on. Y'all are laughing, but that's the time in which we live. Then you get out there to see the doctor. You back there with the doctor, and he sneezes. <laughs> Come on. And you looking at him like, dog, you may should have took over today. You look kind of rough. Lord, Hammer, where y'all at? Luke 21. I better move on. Some of y'all do not like when people talk about doctors. 
Luke 21, 25. Yeah, some of y'all, you, you, get, you, get, you get irritated when I talk about doctors. And you know how folk used to tell you back in the day when you questioned doctors, they say, well, God gave them knowledge. But he also gave us knowledge. Oh, I'm finna really make somebody upset. And at the end of the day, it's my body. And I'm not going to let anybody experiment on my body. No. I'm going to trust God through it all. You hear me? I'm going to trust him. Notice Luke 21. Why what I'm saying to us this morning is so important. Notice what Jesus said in Luke 21 verse 25. And there will be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. In other words, Jesus said in the last day, you're going to see signs in the heavens. And on earth, distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. This is what I want y'all to see. Verse 26, men's hearts failing them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. Did you catch Jesus' word? Which are coming on the earth. You can't pray these things away. Jesus said in the last day, people's heart was going to fail them because of the things that they're going to witness. And we live in that time. We live in a time now where people are so hooked on prescription pills just to make it through the day. This type of teaching ain't popular, but it's right. Jesus said in the last day, men's hearts failing them, notice, from fear. And see, for so long in America, we haven't necessarily had to entertain wars on our own ground. It's always been wars we were fighting in other nations. Come on, somebody. Right now you have Israel warring against Palestine. Another conflict in the Middle East that's pulling America into another war. While we are already secretly undercover in a war against Russia by way of helping Ukraine. See, you don't realize how close you are to all hell breaking loose globally. You sleep tonight and wake up and the world is in total chaos. And the wars that have always been fought overseas are now being fought in different pockets of major cities within the U.S. Famines. You're seeing a little bit of that now. Whenever there's a famine, 
That means there is a demand for something where the supply does not meet the demand. What happens in economics, whenever there's a great demand but a shortage of supply, things tend to get high. I'm teaching already. They seem to get outrageous for simple things that used to almost cost you nothing. Is now doubling in price overnight. I ain't but 52 years old. That's a young man. And at 52, I remember getting a dollar bill in food stamp from grandmom. You remember that grandmom? She, she tell me and my uncle Wayne, she said, here go y'all a dollar. She wasn't giving you them fives and tens. She'd give you one of them ones. And I never, I, I never forget it because me and him would be ashamed of them food stamps. And she'd be like, get out this car if y'all want something. But see, we were trying to wait till the people leave. We'd be in the store just walking around there waiting to go up there. We don't want to put that food stamp up. But this is my point. But with that dollar, Again, I'm 52. We get a drink. We get a bag of tater chip. We get a candy bar. Guess what? You ain't even finished. You got all this change. And they had back then what they call penny candy and penny cookies. You walk out of there with a sack. What can you do with a dollar? See, we're living right now in that time of what Jesus was warning his disciples about. Great uncertainty when you look at nations against nation and kingdoms against kingdoms. But he says to those who have put their trust in him, do not be troubled by these rumors. Let me deal with rumors. Number one, a rumor is simply a circulating story. It's what we would call something that's gone viral. Showing up on on everything. And see, we're about to see, y'all, things escalating. And what I'm preaching to you today, the reason it's prophetic is because none of it is going to get better, but actually worse. That's when we have to take time every now and then when, the God, when God permits to teach on these things. So that when you see these things or you hear these rumors, you are not. Number two, a rumor has to do with an unverified report. Meaning that it could simply be fake news. But fake news troubles people. Come on. 
how many, well, y'all ain't going to admit it, but there was a lot of people who things that they heard about COVID that was later proved to be false scared a lot of people. Come on, I said scared a lot of people. Come to find out it wasn't true. Come to find out everybody dying in the hospitals was not dying due to COVID, but it was being listed. Some of you don't like it. It was being put down that it was COVID. Why? Fear. To cause people to live in bondage. And it's working on people. It's changing how people live. But Jesus said, do not let, see that your heart. It's not troubled by these things. See that you don't allow these things to move you. Come on, somebody. And then finally, it can just be simply common gossip. Popular, but sometimes common gossip does prove to be true. And there are things that are taking place right now as we sit in church. Decisions are being made that's affecting the lives of millions of people. When you turn on the news, millions of people are being displaced. Because of wars. Hamas is in Israel beheading babies. And what American news won't tell us is that in all of this chaos in Ukraine and in Israel, Christians are being killed. They are being singled out. beheaded, tortured. All of this is going on because the Bible is fulfilling itself right before your eyes. Come on here, somebody. Go back to Matthew 24. Oh, we got a quiet house. I got a quiet house. But see, we need to know these things. Well, you know, Pastor, I'm just praying that none of these things will be so. You can't pray that. You cannot pray against what Jesus told us would be. The only thing you can do is get yourself prepared so that none of this moves you. Because if you're a Christian and you're allowing these things these rumors to cause you to be fearful, you're not in the place that you need to be in. And that's serious. That's serious. Because we haven't had our last plague. Come on. Now whether folk want to deem it the Great Depression, the Great Reset, depopulation, whatever they want to spin it. What I'm saying to us is 
sooner rather than later, things are going to get bad. This is what Jesus was telling them. It's going to get bad. In one verse, he said, it's going to be such horrific things taking place that Jesus said that the world has never seen and will never see what's coming upon this world. I know some of you don't like teaching like that. Yeah, you can't wait for me to close this. Yeah. I just knew he was going to talk about fighting this morning. This is no time to be playing church. See, we really need to know. The old folk, you say, you got to know that you know, that you know, that you know, that Jesus is Lord and Savior. You got to know it nowadays. You got to know it nowadays. Because, see, that's where you're going to place your trust. Am I right about it? But remember what I said earlier? You have to be selective. You can't afford to listen to anybody. Look, it's about to say, you can't eat at everybody's table. Look at somebody and tell them, you can't eat at everybody's table. Listen to me. The same way you do in the natural and you're picky about where you eat, you better get picky about what you're eating when it comes to who's feeding you out of this right here. Come on. I ain't got time for family and friends day. Too much going on. I got to be at my church getting a rhema word. Meet y'all later on. Living in the last days. And I'm not drawing away from Jesus, but I'm drawing closer to him. I said I'm drawing closer to him every single day. I want to get closer, Senior Minister Gamble, to Jesus. I want to be more rooted in this Word. And see, if you are, things are happening, and people will ask you, why are you not worried? Doesn't this bother you? You tell them like them old saints, you say, my soul is anchored. Come on. Come on, I know who I believe. I know what I believe. I believe the book. And if he told me to see that I don't be troubled, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay in this word so that the things I see, they won't trouble me. You hear me? Because a lot of it is propaganda to cause people to fear. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? And there are a lot of preachers who take advantage of people with the different books and things that they say they sell in fear. Yeah. 
See, 9-11 happened once. It can happen again. America is not invisible. Saints need to be prepared. Y'all listening? Know what you believe and know why you believe it. So no matter what comes, you know you are ready. I'm ready, Pastor. Notice John. I'm trying to get ready to close this thing. Look at John 10. You see, I mean, a lot of folks are now that they're so confused by the things that are going on. But God don't want his people confused. He actually wants us to be enlightened. But he wants us to have truth. He told us about these things. Are y'all with me? Warned us, showed us that they would come. And just told us, hey, see that you're not deceived. Don't let anybody deceive you about these things that, that, that are going on. Notice why. Notice John 10 and 4. When I tell you earlier, I'm backing up my point earlier, you can't listen to everybody. Well, Pastor, you know, I don't believe that Jesus is returning for the church. You know what I say to you? He's giving you that right to believe that. You hear me? You have that right. You're a free moral agent. But what do you believe? See, there are people so confused right now, they don't know what they believe. Jesus is going to return. Well, you know, I don't really believe about the Bible written by man. Lord, how much so is your manual to your car, and you read it every time you have trouble. Come on. Your birth certificate was written by a man, but you tell everybody you born on such and such day at such and such time, and so and so your dad and so and so your mom. See, the enemy is clever at getting people to doubt this right here. That's the reason I'm saying that. He's clever at how he goes about getting folk to doubt God or to doubt God's word. See how he moved on Eve? You see how smooth he was with Eve in the garden? He just asked, he said, have God said? Have God said that, 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 that you should not eat of such and such and such and such? See, all he did was cause Eve for a moment, listen to me, just a moment to doubt God. And brought in a curse, not only on herself, but every woman that would come after her. That curse still in operation. Every women still having children in pain. And after the men are still working and sweating. Come on, somebody. The enemy is clever. Notice uh, John 10 and 4. This is what we got to know, saints, in reference to what Jesus told us in Matthew 24 about the wars, the rumors of wars. Trust God despite rumors. Trust God despite what we hear. Pastor, how can I do it? John 10 and 4. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. See, in the times in which we live, you got to know God's voice. 
Come on, somebody. You got to know when he's speaking to you personally about turning right. You got to so know his voice that nobody, including your own kinfolk, can get you to go left. Not if he told you to turn right. I know I'm preaching right. That's how well you have to know his voice. If somebody's trying to put pressure on you to do something, to take something, you got to so know his voice that if he don't tell you to do it, you ain't doing it. Come on, somebody. I know it's a little touchy this morning. And you can't go around having, if you will, an interpreter all the time. You got to know his voice for yourself. How many times have God helped you like he done helped me? Just telling me sometimes, don't go that way. Come on, some of you God done told you, don't go that way. You on your way home, don't go the way you normally go. God said, don't go that way. Now, most of us don't have to be, well, I'm going to go down here and see what it is. Why God? No, we go, we we hear him that clear. You can hear him that clear in reference to people. Folk trying to get close to you. You can hear God tell you, don't trust them. They're not for you. Come on, we got to hear the voice of God. Back in the day, God would speak to us, but we was ignorant. I remember back in the day before you got saved, you would tell folk after you went somewhere that you know you weren't supposed to go, and you'll say stuff like, well, something told me not to go over there, but I went anyhow. But see, now we ain't got to say no something. Come on, I know his voice. Oh, I'm trying to get, I know his voice. Look what he goes on and say, and yet they will by no means follow a stranger. But will flee from him. Why are they going to run? For they do not know the voice of strangers. He ain't just talking about uh, from a, 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 a ethnicity being stranger. What he's saying here is your false or pseudo teachers. Your false or pseudo prophets. Too much is going on just to listen to anybody. Pastor, you don't live in Israel. You don't know what's happening over there. Show you right. But guess what? God knows. Y'all, that went over your head. God knows what's going on in Israel right this moment. That our own news media will lie to us, but God will reveal his truth to his people. Everything you hear in the news, you cannot believe it. And I'm going to say something a lot of folk out there are not going to like, but you got to understand where I'm coming from. America is always making the statement that she is going to stand with Israel no matter what. But can I bring you into some biblical truth? There were times that God did not stand with Israel. 
You don't stand with nobody when they are wrong. I'm in my clothes. Some of us got some kinfolk back in the day like to start stuff. Y'all didn't hear me. They like to start stuff, but want you to finish what they started. Some of us, that mess got old. Am I right about it? They come calling you, don't call me. Now, some of you still got that fooling. You're going to go down there and fight for your cousin. And your cousin done stole something from somebody. Blood thicker than water. If they jump her, they got to jump me too. That's my ride and die. I ain't got to ride and die. I got to ride and be blessed. See, death ain't on my mind like that. You come to me done start this. I'm telling you, hey, get away from here. Don't even call me cuz. Just, just act like you don't even know me. Why? You ain't going to pull me into something. And see, saying we got to learn that lesson. You don't stand with nobody when they're wrong. Wrong is wrong, and right is right. Y'all give God a praise off that. Wrong is wrong, and right is, is right. You don't stand with folks and they're wrong. You got to let them know, look, you're wrong. But there is, again, a lot going on in the times that we live. Because, see, the last day wars are going to be fought different than they was 30 and 40 years ago. You got biological war. They're fighting now through disease. COVID was a weapon of war turned against innocent people. I know some of you don't believe that. They told you that they manufactured it in a lab. Why are you working on creating diseases? This is the world that we live in. This is the world that we live in. You don't, you, if you take prescription medication, listen to me. Be prayerful. Don't swallow things without praying. Stuff people are consuming every day is tearing up their bodies. And they keep taking it because they get it from CVS. I know y'all don't like stuff like this. Every night I got to hear them close. Y'all don't like stuff like this. And then they'll defend it till they dare. My doctor gave this prescribed. Yeah, but you know and everybody know you done got hooked on that. Your wisdom tooth was poor last year. You still talking about you feel a little, a little something back. Keep biting on them neck bones like that. You're going to feel more than that. But we are laughing, but it is a serious problem in our nation. And pharmaceutical companies are getting rich. One of the people that made the vaccine or reportedly made a hundred billion dollars. 
So when you hear stuff like that, you have to know that what Jesus said is so real. It is some evil people out here. But he said, let not your heart be troubled. See, these things that's coming, saints, they're going to trouble men's heart. They're going to trouble men's heart. You're going to see a time where people are going to have nervous breakdowns because of what they're seeing. Remember what I'm teaching you. You're going to see things in this nation. There'll come a time where America going to be forced to deal with over here is going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. That time is coming. Even our laws right now are setting us up for God's judgment. Man marrying man, woman marrying woman, cutting off the genitals of young people for the sake of transgenderism. You see how evil things are? Giving eight and nine-year-old puberty blockers. This is an evil nation. Killing more babies in abortion than bringing down the judgment of God. On who? America. That's when Jesus said, you're going to see these things. See that you are not. Trust God despite the rumors. Remember what he said in verse 8? This is the beginning. Now all that Jesus explained, most folk would probably be sitting there like, Lord, how, how can we? Lord, the days when they come. But Jesus said, hey, that's just the beginning of sorrows. That ain't the end. That's just the beginning. I got to close it because y'all didn't have enough. Let's look at two scriptures. Then I promise I'll just leave it alone because y'all. Some of y'all, Psalm 31. Pastor, you scan me. <laughs> it's the truth. Psalm 31. We're going to look at two scriptures, then I'm going to let it go. Psalm 31. We'll be done. Lord have mercy. Remember, he said, men's heart fell in them. Men's heart fell in them. But see, if we put our trust in God and we keep it there, nothing we see, even the rumors we hear, they will not move us. They would not move us. Psalm 31 in verse 24. Yeah. Lord willing, maybe I'll be on something different next week. Psalm 31 verse 20, 24. He know what we need. And see, we not only need to know that we trust God, but let me tell you something. It's an excellent time to witness to family members and loved ones and coworkers who don't know him. They don't want to know, why are you so happy with all that's taking place? You got to have that answer for people. Amen? Psalm, what, what, what I got y'all? Psalm 31. Psalm 31 and verse 24. Psalm 31, 24. Be of good courage. Be of what? Now all these things are happening. This is the scripture he's giving us. Be of good what? Courage. And he shall strengthen your what? See, instead of our heart failing because of the things we see. See, if we'll be of good courage, he'll strengthen 
our heart. Do you see that? All you who hope or trust in the Lord. She act like don't nothing go wrong in her life. Stuff go wrong in her life, but she's of good courage. No matter what she go through, God continues to strengthen her heart. Come on. There are folk that been through things in their body, but you can't see it when you look at them. Why? God continues to strengthen them. But who's he going to strengthen? All you who hope or trust in the Lord. Final scripture in Psalm 112. Oh, good word. Trust God despite rumors. Draw nearer to him, saints. Spend more time in prayer. Spend more time in his word. Psalm 112. Lord have mercy. I love this man. Psalm 112. Let me see if you this type man, if you this type woman. In Psalm 112, verse 7. Y'all got it? He will not be afraid that he is a righteous person. He will not be afraid of evil what? Tidings or evil news or evil rumors. Trust God despite the what? The rumors. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is what? Steadfast. His heart is what? Your heart ain't failing you. Your heart is what? Steadfast. Pastor, I pray every day. And when I pray every day, God empowers me to deal with whatever that day brings. The reason some of you can't deal with what your day brings is because you ain't spending enough time with God. Because he the one said, not your pastor. I will put no more on you than you can bear. Pray that you are blessed by today's message. Be sure to listen and share other messages available through our podcast outreach. We thank you for all of your past, present, and future support for our ministry. And remember, Jesus is a refuge.